Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, I have a good friend, talented photographer, Daniel Eberome. How's it going, buddy? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate this. Like, it's really nice having me on here. So, you know, let's just get into it. Yeah, 100%, man. Honestly, like, I, I just have to say, most of my guests that I have on the podcast, they're either friends, colleagues, or people that I've connected with on social media. And you're probably like my first guest that I just networked with face to face at a clothing store. Um, you know, walk in, represent that boutique store. Love that store. Uh, my, one of my favorite spots to shop. And we were just, you know, um, hitting it off, you know, uh, exchanging kind of conversation about uh, being creative and our visions for the future, what we had in mind for our careers. And we're here now, you know, having, having you on the podcast. Uh, I'm so grateful that you're receptive about coming on the podcast. A lot of people are camera shy. <laughs> they don't want to be seen and heard. But, uh, you know, as a creative, how important it is, right? To be on the, Honestly. to be, uh, you know, uh, bring awareness to your brand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome, yeah. man. So, like I said, we had a conversation um, as you were ringing up uh, my items on the cash. You know, by the way, shout out, excellent quality customer service. You guys are killing it there. Um, and thanks again for uh, helping me out um, with that service. And, uh, you know, through our conversation, we were like kind of finding a commonality other than our first name, I should say, we both have Daniel. Uh, we were finding, you know, the same interest in the arts and photography and fashion. Now, I want to know from you, man, like what artistic medium are you involved with and why did you decide to become this type of artist? So initially, I would say um, I'm a creative director. Okay. And I started off by taking pictures. So I've always wanted to be a model, but like um, I'm not that tall and everything. Yeah, so yeah, the six feet. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly that six feet mark. So most times I'm not trying to hold people to their perceptions of what they feel like models should be like and how they feel like models should be like. So I started like just doing shoots on my own. I had this, my friend, uh, Oshokai, that took pictures. And honestly, he helped me so much because I didn't know anything about cameras. But like my mom got me my first camera ever. So I just started going into modeling and everything. Then I saw that in shoots that I would dictate how I wanted it to be, like the styling, uh, the photography, the directing. Like I'm always trying to control everything. Then I thought that, you know, maybe modeling isn't just what I could do. I could, you know, take on a bigger role. And that's how like directing came over. And I just started going with that, you know, taking shoots. But in the meantime too, I always do modeling, but Mm -hmm. the modeling I would do would be still shoots that I would probably creative direct. I'm in charge of the styling. I know the photographer. So everything is still like coordinated. Like Yeah, it still works towards that same goal, right? That same vision about uh, becoming like a model, right? And I love all these points, man, because, um, you know, photography modeling wasn't, uh, you know, on, on the trajectory for me, that wasn't the passion of mine that I kind of, um, had my set my sights on. It was always filmmaking. Um, but instead of, you know, uh, always looking at it as I just want to be a director, I reverse engineered it kind of like what you did, right. Like found a way how to still, uh, remain relevant in the industry, how to make, make a presence. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you talk to me when I was 17 years old, um, and I wrote my first script because I write these feature length screenplays as passion projects. I wanted to direct it right away. And then I realized quickly that the only way to direct it is to have material to show for. And how do I get material to show for? Well, I'm not going to direct the first feature. That's for sure. Right. Because people are going to want to see um, if you're credible enough to be funded. So I had to pursue short films, music videos, all the content that you've seen on my page or the content that I shared with you uh, through our exchange when I was at uh, the walk-in boutique store. So 
I really like those pointers, man. And I'm so happy you had that self-awareness quickly because you're a young guy um, and you realized, you know, hey, the, the only way it is to to beat them is to join them, right? It's kind of like, I'm not going to be sulking and saying, oh, I'm not a model because I'm not six feet. You found a way around it and you found a way to still get into the industry. And I like what you also said about how photography um, allowed you to be more of a behind the scenes and in control of the creativity that's involved. Because you're right, as a model, because I've dabbled with modeling as well, like I tried to get into the break into that industry, um, you're, you're dictated by the photographer. You can't do anything and you can't suggest anything. Actors have a little bit more leeway, but even those guys, do not have as much leeway as a director. And that's another reason why I chose directing. So good on you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. So that's great. So you establish yourself, you know, as a creative director, you know, you're pursuing uh, what you want to do, um, which is uh, highly commendable, especially on this platform. We always, you know, encourage our creatives to do that. Now I want to know from your family and your friends, how did they react to this decision to pursue such an unconventional path of the artist? Were they supportive? Were they discouraging? What are your thoughts, man? So basically, um, I know I went to York University and I studied business after a five-year program and, nice. you know, nothing, I didn't do anything creative in school. Yeah. So, but my, the thing about my parents, I, from a very young age, I've actually just been a fashionable person. Like I've always loved wearing suits and just always dressing out, you yeah. know, my motto is dress how you want to be addressed. Yeah. So every time my mom would always know that I loved fashion. She even initially thought that I would be going to like fashion school, but like with uh, African Nigerian parents, yeah. most of the times like that relationship, it always like generates and gets better when you get older. So as a child, it's always them in the driving seat. And it's like, you know, you don't really have much to say, but from now thinking about it, I, I just realized that like they did a lot of things to actually like still impact me in like. Yes, yes. They, they encourage the dream indirectly kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So like I said before, my mom got me my first camera. And at that time it was like shocking because someone just told me about it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I could get into that. I didn't really know anything, no apertures, <laughs> none of that. The yeah, lighting. Yeah, yeah. And I just told my mom, oh, I wanted to get a camera. And she's like, okay sure thing and there and there she i, I got in mississauga square one i'll never forget at henry's i got my first canon t5 series that's amazing and that's what i still use up to this day oh wow yeah Same camera so, I, that was my first camera I, I upgraded more to the sony a7 III because it's for more filmmaking but yeah just interject same thing yeah, yeah. So basically like all that started and I was able to like, you know, from time to time, like I said, with the modeling and taking pictures and I was able to do all that. But like one big impact was my friend Oshokai that took pictures and initially he started off as me paying him money to just like take my pictures and whatever. And he saw that, okay, you like, this is actually something that like, you know, is more than what it is. Like, I know I, I want to make money, but like you're doing more than just modeling. So how about like we come together and like just do this thing? Like, you know, you help me help you kind of situation. Doing and something that's bigger than that, yourself, yeah. You know, so that going on, we're able to like, you know, just go on and take more pictures and more pictures. And that's when COVID hits. Oh, shit, <laughs> no. And once COVID hits, it was like, yeah, when, once COVID hit, it was like, oh my God, like, yeah, no, you know, everyone was like, oh, wow. It's like, we're, like, we're slow, we're slowly breaking out, but it's like COVID just put everyone back in a bubble. Wow. And it's like, we had to like start again. 
So that's when like every single one of my friends actually started like getting into things that we've actually surely get into in this conversation. Yeah. So everyone started getting up and picking up niches and doing things more. And that's when like I was, we were able to find like our creative agency, Creative Eye. Then my friend picked up being a producer. Then also we got the merch too. And that's how. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that. Yeah, honestly, man, like we're, we're very similar. Um, the whole thing about, you know, finally kind of taking, making it your own, taking matters into your own hands and you want it to be creative, right? And then when that finally happens, the pandemic hit, huge damper, devastation for all creatives. Um, and I had the same reaction, man, the same experience. Um, I didn't know how else I was going to bounce back. Um, at the time, people forget when the pandemic first started, we didn't know if the world was going to collapse. So I was like, is this it? Like, th this is it? Like, I'm 20. At the time, I was, what, 24, 25? I'm like, you know, I'm just getting started. It's my prime. And this is what I've been told, right? So uh, very interesting that uh, you and I uh, share similar paths that way. Um, but now we bounce back, right? We, we figured it out uh, for ourselves. Um, I think that's the important thing. That's what the pandemic has taught us is to uh, be resilient. And, you know, back to your parents too, right? Like, I just want to mention this. Um, my parents are also like immigrants, like, or have that immigrant mentality um, from Italy and, you know, pursuing the arts, pursuing film specifically, you know, they were very supportive too, in a way, very indirectly, that is, because directly they would tell me, you know, get a normal job, stop wasting your time, stop stressing out. But indirectly, they would like buy my first camera as well. You know what I mean? Like you were saying. And my point being is that the only way that you can agree on this, the only way to kind of, uh, have them be more supportive directly is to show face to show something for it instead of talking about it have you do you agree on that man like I, as you consistently do more yeah, projects yeah that's amazing same that's amazing man so um i want to know from you like are you self-taught um with this uh kind of craft that you're in like as a creative director or did you attend some sort of school um to kind of enhance your skills more and more um, how did you get your education in this industry? Um, so honestly, it's, I would say it's a lot of like being self-taught mm -hmm. and actually just, you know, YouTube university, YouTube, you know? bro. That's, <laughs> it. that's it, buddy. a lot of videos and like, you know, just like as my other friend too, Oshokai, he, he studied media in school, but he's always been taking pictures for about 10 years now. Yeah. So he's a wizard with this. So most times if I needed help. I would always call him or he would be with me in like editing and stuff like that. So I pick up things fast and like with just how I would want my work to always look like I would go the extra mile to, you know, just follow a lot of photographers, a lot of people that would, you know, take me in that direction. So it was easy just to learn. And again, it's like, it's different from like school because when you're in school, it's, it's like you're forced to do something. But like, you know, I had to go out of my own way to learn something that I liked and something that I knew was more genuine to, you know, my craft. Right. Uh, that's important, man. And, and again, like YouTube has saved a lot of creatives um, in terms of, you know, being more uh, familiar with their craft um, and understanding, like gaining a skill set. Um, I feel like 20 years back before YouTube, you would have to go to school. Um, even the equipment was much more expensive, not as affordable. So we're very grateful to be in this time, right? Uh, to capitalize on those uh, advantages. Um, so I'm really happy about that. And yeah, man, YouTube, just to think back, the amount of videos um, we would have to go through, right? But it's so cool, man. Like anything you, you learn as you go, like you learn on the way. And that's what I kind of tell people is don't get overwhelmed. Um, you're not going to know everything right when you start. Um, but whatever you're seeking or looking for, uh, search it up, 
you know, like whatever your vision is asking for, right? Like if you're looking for a super eight kind of grade or film look, right? You search that up and say, how do I achieve this in the editing program? You know what I mean? You don't just start going through textbook knowledge of everything, right? Um, that's what university failed for us, in my opinion, is they just shoved all this information at us. So, so overwhelming that I don't know if you, but I can't recall much. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if you learn, right, if you learn at, at your own pace, then you're able to absorb more of the knowledge. So that's just my take on the uh, academic uh, institutions. <laughs> anyway, individuals are innately creative, yet highly ambitious. Um, they're constantly seeking to, you know, explore avenues that um, establish their artistry, right? And upon yeah. viewing your Instagram page, I've noticed uh, quite a number of creative endeavors you've pursued, including being the founder of the Creative Eye and creative director of Detti Laundry, which is the merch you're wearing right now, represent. So what kind of project is the Creative Eye and what creative purpose does it serve you? Um, so basically, like I said, during that uh, two-year period of just being at home and not able to actually do anything, right? my friends and I, like, we start to realize that, like, as uh, international students at that time, there were not a lot of opportunities for us to actually, you know, because I'm done with school and I have to still work and get my permanent residence and all that. So most of these opportunities for, like, creatives would not, like, extend towards us. So, you know, why not, like, try and make a community? Because there are a lot of us around here and make a whole connection, like a whole community web. So it's easier for us to, you know, you're doing a shoot and you don't know how to reach to this next person. And the fact that we've connected, it's gonna be easier to, you know. That's so smart. You yeah. all share a common goal. Like at the end of the day, as much as it's hard for people to see because sometimes it's egotistic to others, right? Yeah. So for us to understand that there's a bigger goal and it's like in the bigger picture, you just have to understand that like, in a set, you need people to function to make a bigger picture. Yeah, like of course. Movie sets, that's how things work. Moving so parts. How we found Creative Eye and, you know, it's for creatives by creatives. And, you know, most of the things that you see on that page are pictures that I have directed or taken with various amounts of creatives. And we tried to make a whole connection web where if you look at the page, they're like black and white pictures. And those pictures, right, you have creative names and what they do. So it's easier when you see creatives on that page, you don't even need to, you skip all the formalities and be like, oh, you know, it's easy to work. We could just get onto it because, and that's what we're trying to do. Just break the whole thing so people could just work together. So it's easier to just get things done because especially being in Toronto, it's, it's hard. People here are not taking seriously. And yeah. I'm, be, because of what I've done, like what I've done with my friends, I've seen a lot of super, super talented people, like people that are like, wow, I didn't even know that there were that much creative people in Canada. In, in no, Toronto. because because the mentality, uh, you said it right there, bro, like the mentality here is very different, right? If you go to Los Angeles, I was explaining to people, there are majority of the, the, the residents there, they are working like, uh, like full time corporate jobs. And they're also doing like film roles on set, on site. Mm -hmm. So it's like here, it's one foot in, one foot out. You know what I mean? Like they're not f fully like immersed and, you know, the lifestyle dictates it, right? Like it's not maybe the area for it, but a lot of people here, like you said, don't take it as serious. Um, don't believe in themselves. 
Um, they're also dictated by society, right? It's a different mentality over here. It's very corporate, very business-like. Uh, would you agree on these things or am I, is it just me? That Honestly, impression? It's true. Cause when I yeah. started, I had like a, a hundred names of creatives yeah. and my friend and I would go from place to place to interview them, have their picture taken, talk. And we realized that like, aside from being on, having like an Instagram presence, you know, not anyone was really getting into anything or like we all had the same goal. So why don't we just come together as a community and just get things going, you know, make it easier for the next set of creators that are trying to come, you know, just make it easier for us, for everyone, the whole thing, the whole community aspects. Cause I could see like, for example, when you look at like celebrities, a lot of people start off on their path, like on that solo aspect, but now you could see a lot of people, like at one point in time, like Kanye was with Jay-Z, like, you know, collective, you know, when they're- Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, when they're coming up, right? So, they associated um, with the best, yeah. You know, like all these people, they start to realize that like, you know, together we could actually come up and like do things. Like ASAP Rocky, Tyler, the creator, like they come together and like people eat up these things. Yeah. But they all together, like they do their things solo, but once they know they're together, it's like, you know, well, why can't we start doing these things early? So it's like, we do that and- you know, we could put ourselves in. Different we grow ideas. together. Yeah, grow together. And, and honestly, man, like, it, it's amazing to me how very similar we are, because the mentality, right, you created this community, um, that platform, if you will, to invite creatives in your, uh, you know, area, Toronto, that is, to, you know, share the same interests, right, to contribute to the same goal. And I did this with this podcast. That's what's funny is like, I didn't create like a social media page, but I did this podcast, like to have people like yourself come on, talk about their experiences, talk about their journeys, and they don't realize, um, or maybe some do, that through the conversation that we're having, we're networking, we're getting to know each other, and the people listening are also getting inspired, right? So it's a multitude of reasons why we, you know, kind of exercise these creative outlets, but it's important, it's imperative um, to the community uh, of creatives, because if we don't allow an access point, we're always going to be um, you know, kind of dismiss, put in the shadows that we're not, you know, exercising our creativity to its fullest potential. True, Yeah. So good on you on that. Cause I, I wanted to know what the hell a creative high was. Um, but I love that man. And, um, I love that you're now, or we're part of each other's communities and, uh, we can, um, share more and more, uh, collaborations together, uh, which is something we've already discussed at the walk boutique store. So I'm happy about that, bro. Um, so now I'm going into, uh, daddy laundry, you know, um, we love fashion, as you can tell, uh, when I was shopping there and, you know, I was telling you about my clothing line, the 94 collection, and you're now a creative director for this brand, daddy laundry, um, that has a very similar aesthetic, um, to what I envisioned for my brand. So I want to know, like, what is your role entail for the organization as creative director? Oh, so basically I wasn't even creative director when it started. Like my friend Danielson, uh, he was a graphic designer. He is a graphic designer. Okay. It just started with him putting stuff on like, you know, shirts on Photoshop and just making it and, you know, just doing his thing and just getting better. Nice. Then COVID happens and he's like, oh, I'm going to get the the printing machine, like for uh, what do you call it? The screen printing, the screen printing machine, you know, doing it on clothes. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, okay, you know, when you do that, like, I'm, of, of course, I'm going to help you take pictures and all that because creative directing is what I do. Yeah. So he does that. Then from there, we had the first like launch. 
then he was just like giving it out to friends and everything. Then the second time, that's how we now came up with this logo. Then I thought that, you know, you're already taking on so much work as like making stuff, he's getting it, he's getting all the t-shirts and everything. Right. And he's screen printing everything, like he's buying everything. And I'm like, you know, I could come on board. I'm like, you know, we're already good enough friends. I could come on board. And That's like, crazy, bro. Better, you know, help you come up with designs, help you make executive decisions. And from there, he's like, yes. And that's how we started. And we had like a relaunch. And that's where we have this logo and had like the first drop and everything. So from time, we're trying to make it like a, you know, like the Supreme drop where it's like okay. every Thursday and it's like, if you miss it, you miss it. So yeah, make- yeah, yeah. Like they'll have like, I remember in Fairfax, like they had a, a lineup, bro, the whole street. And it was like, they're giving away like 40 items that you'll never see again. And exactly. all it was was Supreme on a, on a motorcycle helmet. So the people lining up didn't even have a motorcycle. I was talking to someone. I'm serious, bro. Because they were explaining to me that, sorry, I know I'm, I'm cutting you off, but to interject here, like it would go, I think it was like two grand for the helmet, but they said they can easily get 40 grand the next day or more. Something yes. crazy like that. That's how stupid the market is. <laughs> so yeah, you just want people to be wanting. So the more like your, your product is just there. But at the same time, like we're the ones doing the stuff like by hand. So it's a lot of work too. So just at a period of time and you, you miss it, you miss it. So you just wait for the next drop. Right. And it opens room for creativity because we do not repeat. Like the graphics that we do, it's on to the next, you know, more newer graphics. But this mm. is more of like the logo. So you get to see this more often on different colors or like different types of products because this is like the logo. But like with graphics, we always try to make sure everything is new. So that's how we do a new drop every time. So like once every month. Amazing, man. Well, I'm so happy that he recognized your talent and you're able to contribute this way. Um, and that's smart on you, right? Like to capitalize and realize, hey, like you can't take this all on yourself. You know, if you want me, let me, you know, improve. Let me kind of offer uh, more capabilities. Um, and that's what you did, did beautifully as a creative director. That's what essentially I think a lot of us um, that are true creatives want to be responsible for, right? Is the whole creative element, you know, how, how the, the product is presented, uh, how it's branded, branded, uh, marketed. So um, that's great, man. And with these creative avenues, you know, the creative eye, Daddy Laundry, how have they helped you to become a better artist? What have you learned um, through these experiences so far, man? Honestly, um, it just made me, it made me tap into like things that I, I never thought that I would actually be doing. Cause like I said, all this started from me just being a fashionable person. Right. Going into photography and it brought me back to fashion. And I've always wanted to, you know, really know how to design. Cause I've, I was never really an artist like with, with the drawing and everything. Right. Right. Always wanted like a traditional to, like, sense. Yeah. Getting to that and like tapping to more things. And it's like with Instagram too, it's made me find more new talent and like more new people to like, just be like, Oh wow. Like, oh, I could think of this this way now. Or every shoot I do, like, I aspire to be better. Like, you know, every time you always have to achieve more and do better. So with that, it just made me want to do more. So with all these things, it's easier to just know that, oh, I'm trying to do this or do that or do this. And I could actually just tap into it because with all these new things that, like, my brand brought and the creative direction, I can do a lot of things. Because, like, for example... Creative direction is a lot of things, right? Yeah. 
it, it has to do with the modeling aspect, the whole styling aspect, the directing aspect, the, the whole creative as a whole, the photography, the videography, you know, cinematography. So you have to have knowledge of everything. So as time goes, I realized that like, you know, I start to learn more or I start to love things more. So that's how I'm able to get better. Yeah, honestly, man, uh, you said it right there because with this whole 94 collection, like I can relate to you, right? With this clothing line, um, I'm doing everything my own um, and I, I don't mind it, um, but there are days when it can get overwhelming. Um, but through the process of it all, you kind of learn uh, and develop new skills um, mm-hmm. and you kind of realize uh, like yourself, you appreciate, I should say, um, how much uh, how much time and effort uh, it requires uh, to kind of develop these new kind of expertise, right? Like videography photography right it's not just you take a picture and you post it there's like an an eye you have to have for it there's an image um that you have to envision um you know the right music could throw off a whole piece of content altogether um so i'm happy i'm so happy you respect that um but more importantly that you're actively being involved with that craft you know what i mean like a lot of people let's be honest we hear them say i'm going to start a clothing line or you know i've always wanted to do this and i always wanted to do that you're actually performing (laughs) Right. Like, do you take a moment for yourself? Like, that's crazy, man. Um, so good on you and keep, no, I'm serious, man. Because a lot of people, like you said, in Toronto, especially like, I uh, love the city, but there are so many creative people out there, man. There are so many people that want to do what we're doing. And they tell me, they come up to me at the gym or they come up to me at the supermarket and they tell me that. And I say to myself, why? Like you have the same advantages I have even more. You know what I mean? It's like, why can't you spend some time? Oh, I don't want to, I don't know. It's not going to pay me. It's like, and that's why you'll never succeed in this business because it's not about the money. And that's what people, it's hard for people to wrap around. Like, look, I don't want to, you know, live on the streets either, right? Like I want to eventually get paid maybe even more so I can find my own projects. But um, at the same time, if you make it about money, you're going to burn out really, really fast. Um, and that's kind of something that I told myself from day one is that I'm doing it for the story, for the art, not for the, the check. And um, that's how we got, that's what we just got to keep reminding ourselves, Daniel. Day by day. I feel like I'm talking to myself when I say your name. That's what like uh, creative attitude has brought me because most of the times like I've gotten to work with people that on a daily basis that, oh my God, you see their prices and it's like, whoa. But the fact that like, I just know how to present an opportunity because most of the times like we're all dreamers, like we all want to achieve these things. So most that conversation and they're able to break down the barriers. It's like, oh wow, like we could actually create something so beautiful, you know? I know, man. It's it's just about having that mindset, right? And, and acting on it, showing up, uh, or as my friends say, showing up on time. Um, but you know what, man? Like, that's what we, that's all we can ask for ourselves, right? Is we can't control everyone else's lives. You know, everyone's going to do their part. Everyone's going to be, work on their own volition. And we just got to worry about our, ourselves and where we can, yeah. we can go in our lives, right? So um, I'm happy on that. Um, so again, uh, our conversation together while I was receiving that top quality service um, at your store, it was really insightful, you know, and enjoyable. Um, And your passion and curiosity for my craft and the craft in general um, was really intrigued me to ask me, ask you these following questions. Like what type of projects and accomplishments do you want to achieve in photography or as a creative director? So honestly, I'm even still like finding, because I feel like it's not until probably this year that I started even getting 
more comfortably into like my role as okay. a director. So most of the times I'm even still finding out myself and I'm still even getting upon like mediums, like upon, not up until this year that I finally got published in a magazine and, you know. This oh, that's of, amazing. Ooh, you know, yeah, exactly. So like, you know, you want the publication, you want to be uh, acknowledged by your peers, you want to work with the big industries, you know, you just want to be recognized. And at the same time, you just want to help your community. Because like you said, we're not doing it for the money. Like, you, you know that you want to do more, you want to do more for people. Because like back home in Nigeria, where I'm from, yeah, it, you, you can't even like mention this of like to other people's parents where it's like, oh, I just want to take pictures or like, you know, they ask you, is that not a hobby? You know, in, in Nigerian schools, they're just uh, science classes, business classes and art classes. And if you're not in any of those three classes, it's like, okay, science, doctor, yeah. and all, you know, business. Hard, hardcore academic art, classes, yeah. No, it's like, there's nothing for like arts. There's nothing for like videographers it's nothing for like people that want to go into the whole world of cinema like acting they don't believe in stuff like that so you know my parents brought me over here and you know you start to think and wonder like how am I able to do all these things so like going off to what you just said like I'm yeah. still like finding myself and like all these mediums and everything like I still submit my work like everyone else so you know I'm just trying to still get published and work with more people you know just build the whole community web and just make it stronger and like have its webs reach every part of, of the globe you know as, like everyone would say as cliche as it sounds you know to inspire everybody right that's ultimately the purpose I, th I think what I'm getting from you and um well said man because uh you realize where you come from right you realize the opportunities that were granted uh to you there but you realize you wanted more and when you came here you saw the potential um, and that's why a lot of people, like you said, you encounter in Toronto that don't realize, you know, how good they have it. They have the opportunity, the option uh, to pursue the arts. Now, as much as it's not as celebrated as like, let's say Los Angeles, it's still there. Like there's courses, there's programs. And I have, again, cousins, I have uh, family still in Italy that they can't pursue. Um, they can't pursue, you know, filmmaking. They can't pursue what, uh, photography, what we do because it's not a necessity there, right? It's not um, something that uh, they value. So some, something like in Toronto, yeah, they, they, we, we value it much more. All right, so yeah, that's definitely well said, man. And Daniel, like I really appreciate you um, explaining that um, and kind of providing your intention of the legacy you wanna leave behind, <laughs> you know? To, it all goes back to that community you started with the Creative Eye. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing to me that you didn't just stop with, oh, I'm not, I can't become a model. Let me figure it out how to get into the industry because I'm a creative person and I'm not going to let uh, someone or something deter me. So yep. good on you. Man. Yeah. Um, so I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, sharing your insights, sharing your journey. Uh, you've been a huge help and uh, I'm sure the audience is inspired by um, everything you've discussed here today. Do you have anything else to say before we leave, man? Honestly, like, I just want to actually thank you for having me. It was an honor to actually bump into you because, honestly, the way I met you is how I'm actually with everyone. If Amazing. I have creative like minds, we just have to chat, you know, talk, exchange contact. So, you know, I just want to tell people to keep on believing because, honestly, where I was a year ago and where I am now, I would have not believed that it was possible. 
like, but you know, I'm still here and she trying to just be consistent because consistency is actually key. You know, you hear people saying it and it's not until you're actually living it. It's not until you're living it, man. Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> most times it's like, you just have to be consistent because amazing. I watch a lot of film and you get to see how a lot of people have worked to get to where they are. It's not until you watch something that has been dated like back to how many years ago that you see people, oh my God, it's not now this soap and soap person did an overnight hit and famous. So, you know, the only thing is like right now we're in the day and age where it's like the social media age where things happen faster so you know just believe and it's gonna happen for us too but just don't stop dreaming and just being consistent consistent 100 man couldn't have said it better consistency is key as much as we're down in the dumps as as uh, artists you know we always kind of um are very doubtful uh, hesitant on what could transpire um all this effort we put in we got to look to yesterday we got to look to the year before and see the progress that we've made because we are making progress day by day if we are staying consistent um and that's all, that's the attitude to have, man. That's the mindset. So amazing. I really appreciate your uh, contribution to this podcast. Uh, your mindset, your energy is highly admirable. And I'm so excited to be uh, connecting with you soon again and working with you as well, Daniel. You know, uh, you've been uh, such a forthcoming individual providing me with contacts already, which uh, we'll discuss more later on or people will see um, when I return from LA. So really happy. Uh, you came on the podcast to share that. All right. So thanks for having me on Of course. Having said that, thank you again, Daniel, for coming on the podcast. Thank you everybody for listening and we'll talk soon.